Oh yes, it's me. What's going on, world? Freestyle assassin, keeping it real, 100, letting you know what's happening. The coronavirus is real. Okay? I lost my sister today, moments ago, to the coronavirus. I talk to you motherfuckers, and I talk to you motherfuckers, and I talk to you motherfuckers. And y'all don't listen to me. Okay, I've talked about family. I talked about the distance between my family. See, I'm not real close to my sister. That's why I love my sister very much. And we were close when we were young. But once we grew up and became adults, it seemed like everybody wanted distance. All right. So distance is what you all got from me. I love and respect my sister. And I'm very angry. But at the same time, We all need to know this coronavirus is touching everybody. People close to you. People you know. You know? Not just a face on a a voice on a podcast or a picture on Facebook. Real people. Social distancing is a must. If you cannot work, do so. If you don't have a need to come in contact with other people, please don't go and get in contact with other people. You know, shit's real. Science fiction movie, you know, it's always somebody, you know, you know, la la la, you know, they trying to be a good person, whatever, boom, 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 somebody in that group gets caught right unbelievable today is probably the most unbelievable second most unbelievable day in my life the first was my mother now my sister okay and for all you families that really don't talk to each other don't really you know be around each other and shit you know for whatever reason cause y'all to distance each other you know, um, you might want to try and change it. You know, for me, maybe it's too late because as being the youngest, I always try to um, be close to my family. You know, hey, my big brothers, my big sisters. You know, and of course, you're the young and they trying to push away. Go on, get away, get away. We don't want you hanging with us. Go on, get away, get away. Okay. Still try to be close to my family when I got older. Seemed like the more I wouldn't visit my sister, the further she moved. I was like, okay, all right, I get it, you know, uh, my sister, I think, has only been in my apartment um, maybe one or two times since I've been an adult, I'm 53, all right, Um, my other sister got some kind of military career, went to the government, whatever, and then bam. You know, never came back to Cincinnati. All right. People choose to leave the city. I get it. But you can't choose to call your brother sometime and say hi. Every time contact is initiated, it's initiated by me. Or somebody else, because you can no longer get in contact with me, to tell me that my sister died from the coronavirus two days, just moments ago. 
Now, the question I have to the hospital is, did they not have the experimental treatment available for my sister? Because I've heard people on the news say they were brought back from the brink of death with the experimental treatment. Party Ebola and something else, you know, and something else. Was that treatment not available for my sister? And if it was, why didn't she get it? Did she not have the health insurance? Now, if she didn't have health insurance, they're still supposed to give it to you You're in the hospital. I don't know. We need to find that out. That's the question. Was this treatment not available for my sister, Crystal Jones? Okay. Now, I'm guilty of the um, anti-social distancing thing, too. Because I think Kenny Walker actually tried to reach out to me on Facebook. But in my pig-headedness, trying to be like everybody else other than who I am, I chose to decline, and I still choose to decline, your friendship. Because you stole from me. Whether it's a dollar or a penny, you stole. You stole my wooden samurai practice sword, and you stole my African carving statue. You stole from me. You're not my friend. I have no need to be in contact with you. Married to my sister or not. Because she choose to not ever call me, except once on my birthday every year. That's miss me with that contact me on a regular basis now I can't contact you and you can't contact me because you're dead this distancing this bullshit ass invisible grudge or whatever the fuck it is motherfuckers take it from me it ain't worth it if it's your flesh and blood it ain't worth it but I just can't accept any type of behavior you know at some point I always choose to be by myself because humans is what I like to refer to you just don't seem to get it they're always thinking what they're doing is right but when you learn how to stop and step back and use your power of observation and just observe how humanity moves around you then too will see what I see animals living in houses and driving cars but that's another podcast the coronavirus and the death of my sister is inspiring this podcast Okay, and I think it's real shit. It's no longer a movie. You know, it's no longer just weird. It's my reality. And guess what? You might not experience a death, but it's your reality too. 
like I said, it takes over 5 billion realities to make up one reality. So all you motherfuckers realities out there today, two weeks ago, affects my reality today. Somewhere out there, one of your realities came in contact with somebody else's reality. And so on, and so on, and so on. If you can stay at home, stay at home. There's no reason to risk whatever it is that you're trying to do. You know, I'm starting to think that um, I might not leave the house or have any contact with anybody after today for at least two weeks. Or at least until this virus is over. unbelievable you know um, I almost took it this virus thing light in fact I did take it light I took it too light that's why God punished me maybe I didn't podcast enough Maybe because I took this job and went out there and and, and didn't take the take the fact that this virus kills too light. See, I don't think the people around me understand that I have a spiritual master. My God and master, your Allah is my master. I bow down, I submit. And maybe my reality affected my sister's reality because I was in defiance of this virus. You see, y'all don't think like me. We are not the same. I am a Martian. I do not need human contact. I am a homo sapien. I don't need humans for anything. I don't need them to bring me no viruses. I don't need no sympathy or empathy. Maybe I do. Maybe sometimes I need to communicate. Maybe sometimes I need to be like a teacher. You know, and no longer can I teach verbally. I can only teach by my actions. I can tell you one thing and you cannot believe me. And I can say, well, you see, I'm doing what what was told to me. I don't know. I really don't know um, how to reach humanity, Master. 
I know that's my task. I do my best on any and every platform that you place in front of me. But there must be a spiritual evolution. We all must evolve and become the wise human, the thinker, the considerate, where you have to be considerate of everything going on and then think about your move and then say, well, what would be the outcome of my move in this situation? Are you keeping up with me? Is it over your head? Do you need to get on the elevator? What I'm saying is, think about the ripple effect of your actions before you make your choice. What would your actions today contribute to the entire world? Call it the butterfly effect. Right? I think they had a movie like that. The butterfly effect is real. I'm telling you about it right now, and that's what happened in my life, that's what happened to my sister. Except you can't change the outcome. You know, you can't go back and go back and, you know, do some shit. But, uh, well, maybe we're not going to call it the butterfly effect. We're just going to call it the ripple effect. Because the ripple effect is more realistic. You know, um, the butterfly effect was just a movie I watched the other day. So, life mimics art, art mimics life. Which one is it? I watched a million virus movies and shit, you know, over the last two weeks, over the last month and a half. Art mimics life, life mimics art. This podcast is dedicated to Crystal Walker, my sister, victim of the COVID-19 street name coronavirus. you motherfuckers don't listen to me. You know, I try and I try and I try. I continue to podcast. You know, I continue to wash my hands. I continue to take my temperature. I continue to sanitize my hands. And I think I may have already contracted the coronavirus. I know I had a headache and every time I dry coughed, my head would hurt and I had pain in my lower back and basically my shoulder all everywhere. But you probably don't believe me. They say it's been here in January and that's about when I had it in between late January, early February. I didn't think to take my temperature, but I know I had a headache. Plus, I didn't have a thermostat anyway. And if that's true, 
then even some old people may have some immunity because I know I wasn't in contact with my neighbor and she's in her 60s. But that's all she ever do is sleep anyway, so she probably was able to just sleep it off if she caught it. But no, my sister, she's a workaholic. Oh, I got to... You don't have to do that. You just have to do other things with your money. That's another podcast. Wow. I didn't think the coronavirus would actually affect me like this. And I was making jokes like, hey, there's zombie deer disease out there too. No, there's a motherfucking coronavirus out there, you dumbass people. Everybody need to act like it. Still. Act like it. My sister was a casualty of war today. And there's a war being waged. For life and death. And um, my sister was a victim, a casualty of war. The only saving grace to this is that we weren't that close. You decided to put your distance between us. Um, so I said, fuck it. Bye. And I guess the master is also taking that and showing me something. See, you have to look at everything. What are you doing? What is your thought process? Are you sending telekinetic, how we say, telepathic waves? See? That's when you start evolving, when you actually believe. So as a man thinketh, so he shall be. When you start thinking... You can bring things into fruition just by visualizing it in your mind. But I didn't see this one. I thought she'd be smart enough if it would. No, 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 no. She got to get out there and work. I'm doing the same thing. I go to work every day too. You know. I'm thinking 
all people, it wasn't me. Say the good die young. This is the Freestyle Assassin. Oh, yes, it's me, motherfuckers. The coronavirus will kill your ass. Dig that shit, bitches. It is what it is. Um, Now they're saying we want us to practice social distancing until 2022. (laughs) Right, good luck. Social distancing till 2022. How about that, bitches? Huh? How many of you humans, and I'm one of them at some point, I tell you, I'm not totally perfect, can actually practice social distancing? This table I'm sitting at is probably what? Five feet. Yeah. You know, and then a little bit of space there. You know. Um, Watch that on the side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why that chair is on that side. Uh, it's uh, a sad day for the freestyle assassin. lighter note there's no lighter note not today Uh, this is almost as worse than when my mother died her fate destiny called fate and destiny combined and my sister crystal walker is joined with my mother in heaven i'm having a beer for my sister all right she didn't drink she smoked a little bit back in the day (laughs) uh they still called it they called the uh, booty bee bonko. Uh, yeah, and 
the, what did we call it back? What do we call it? The Blizz. Yeah. I heard that before. Yeah, yeah. We used to call it the Blizz. You know, the good fire weed. That was about the last time she smoked weed. She wasn't a big drinker, so I'm just doing my thing. I smoked a little bit of weed, having a little bit of beer. Uh, I she would have wanted, you know. She, that's what I'm doing this podcast, because she said she didn't know I was doing podcasts, but if she knew I was and I liked doing them, she would have wanted me to, you know, do a podcast. Yeah, she would have wanted to do So, yeah, you know, exactly. Uh... That's, that's why, you know, I'm trying to be as happy as I can because Crystal wasn't negative. She was a very joy, joyous person. Uh, oh, I'm in some pain right now. Not now! That's my brother. Okay, uh, this is not an easy thing to talk for an hour. Uh, I'm constantly getting interrupted, no matter what it is. And, uh, I guess my sister wanted to be a star on my podcast. Uh... coronavirus. So I'm, I'm not, because that's what took her. So, you know, I can only be angry. I can't be sad. I can only be angry. That's all I got is anger.
they might have been experimenting like the virus on bats. Right. To possibly use as a biological weapon. Yeah, so I'm always open to conspiracy theories. And like the people, the low-end workers that were doing this, the Chinese place, maybe the janitors and stuff, they're taking these animals and they're selling them out the back door for extra money. You know, they don't know that those are the ones. They have so many of them. They're selling them to people that are running the markets. You know? So they said it was lab created, then it went to the markets. And then once it spread to the markets, then the humans got it, you know? Yeah. Most of the uh, cases in New York, actually, they think aren't from Asia, they're from Europe. Crazy. Yeah.
But I really think I fought this off. I'm telling you, I had a dry cough. This is on my sister's life. I had a dry cough. Every time I coughed, my head felt like it was gonna explode. Uh, and I had pain in my back, my lower back, all basically all over. But I know I had them like, you know, because I got to lay down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if it was the coronavirus, because I remember telling myself, if this is the cold, if this is the flu, I swear on my sister's life. Right, if this like, is the yeah. cold, if this is the flu, it's the weirdest one I ever had because when I cough, there's nothing coming out. It's like you couldn't do your breathing trouble too? No. Yeah. No, I just uh, kept trying to, when I coughed, I tried and cough the motherfucking flam ball up and I wouldn't. So I just kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't take no cold medicine or nothing. Uh, I said people can have all different types of systems. Like, yeah. Me and, you, me and you both had it right now, I could be fine. I could be moving around right and not even be bothered by it. Not at all. Mm -hmm. No pass, you know. Mm -hmm. Asymptomatic, but you could have it, and you could experience a couple I things. I think Tanner brought it over here and gave it to me. Or you could be. You don't remember when you were sitting there talking about? I, I, I just got a dry cough. I think you were sitting over there. Uh, you was over there sitting in the other chair coughing. I <laughs> and I'm not sick. Tanner coughs a lot. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mainly from the smoking he does, but he does get sick too. I mean, everybody is susceptible yeah, yeah. to getting sick, you know. That's why he said, I'm not sick, I just have a dry cough. And I'm like, you don't think you're sick, motherfucker, but you, you know. Right, but you know one of the main things. Anyway, I, I know I had that. You know what I believe in? Those symptoms. Uh, one of the, like, the, it's been studied a little bit. It's like, the, the research behind it, though, is kind of weird. It's your mental state of mind that affects your your body and the way that you fight off the sickness like especially with people that have cancer someone has cancer they think that they tell themselves they're not gonna get better they're depressed they live in that state of mind every day oh I'm gonna I'm gonna die you know yeah but the people that are like you know what fuck you die anyway you know fuck you cancer and they fight some of them are you know they, they gives them more testosterone boost you know you feel better and now you can, you know, try to do more. And you know, that just that feeling, on the West, just that feeling of positivity, that energy inside your body can actually help, you know. Next and time introduce yourself. Yeah, right on right, you know, from the West over here. And you know, it's it's you can call it the placebo effect, you know, you can call it just a conscious state of mind that, you know, just having will and power, you? you know. Let right. me share something, let me elaborate on that before I forget. People who caught the coronavirus first, those who were able to fight it off, didn't think nothing of it. But somehow, it would go from another person to another person who couldn't fight it off. You know, um, and the original people who got, got it, it felt so different that we didn't think nothing of it is why we were able to fight it off, which is what you were saying. Yeah. You know, and because like when I got it, I didn't think it was some deadly virus. If I'd have thought it was a deadly virus, I probably would have succumbed to it immediately. Right. You know what right. I mean? You're right. You so the man thinking, so he shall be. If you uh, <laughs> if you wake up right, yeah, and you're feeling sick, you're feeling sick. You know, you got work that day. Mm -hmm. If you're uh, a strong, you know, working you know, body like me and you, we we go to work. We don't call off. You feel me? If I'm not feeling horrible. If I'm feeling like, eh, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna push myself, like, okay, I gotta go to work, you know? Mm -hmm. I got this responsibility, I gotta go do that, you know? 
no matter what it is, I gotta get up and go. I'm not gonna sit in this bed all day, you know? Yeah. Even like if people, especially, like, and that applies for anything. Like say someone, you know, gets, you know, real fucked up in a car accident. Mm-hmm. If they're not trying to do physical therapy, if they're just depressed and they just give up, they're gonna be like the rest of their life. Yeah. If you sit there and you go through the pain, but you're still fighting it as a, like, mentally you're a fucking soldier, you know? Yeah. Soldiers in the war. They get shot at and they still get back up. They got bullets in their Check legs, you know? I watch that program as much as I can, you know, when they come on and tell you about, you know, the people in the cases and shit. Not one time did I think one of those cases was my sister. Not one time did I think when the governor and that nurse lady get on the TV, Amy, whoever you is, uh, and Governor DeWine, you know, not one time when y'all got on TV did I think y'all was talking about my sister. Maybe that's because of the way my family communicates. Maybe just because of the way I was thinking, hoping and praying. But, uh, wow. Right. Nobody ever thinks, you know, like, going into something like, oh, that's not me, you know, it's not yeah. going to be me, like, yeah. I'm not going to get caught, mm-hmm. you know, you do a crime, I'm not going to die from this, but anything's possible, you know, that just shows us, you know, right there, a perfect example of how, how close aware the people need to be, you know, yeah, especially me, like, I've been just thinking, like, there's only so much that we can each do, you know, because, well, I mean, we're, you know, people, we need to have some contact with people, we need to have... You know, we need to go to work, which involves people. We have to go get food. Like, there's people everywhere, you know. We don't live in a farm. We live in a city, you know. Right. They're everywhere. You go outside, you're most likely going to see a person. Right. You come outside your house now, you know. Yep. They're driving by in a car. They're outside walking. Mm Mm-hmm. Just how it is. Yep. So, people really need to, you know, be aware. Like, you know, I've been, uh, some of the things I've been doing, like, I really need to do more. I'm not doing it enough is, uh, you know, if you, if you are someone that smokes marijuana mm-hmm. or even if you're smoking anything that requires you to pass it to somebody else, you want to match somebody, maybe sit, maybe sit six feet apart and smoke your own thing, you know? Yeah. Something like that. You go to the store, wipe down the cart, you know, yep. spray it. Wipe Actually, it don't use the cart. Even better, if you if you don't have to, you know, don't. If you don't even have to go in. If you can get curbside pickup or delivery, do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's available where, where you are. Wow. You know, can you believe I was thinking of an excuse to call off work today because I really didn't feel like going? And, you know, gloves and stuff. The whole face mask thing, I'm kind of yeah. half and half on because Trump's not wearing one. And they've, I'm, I'm almost 99% sure the mask it could help you from getting it, but it's a very slim chance. It can definitely go through that material, but it helps you from giving it. What I need to know is if she had health insurance. I hope she had life insurance. She going to work like that. I hope one of you motherfuckers had life insurance on her if she didn't have it on herself. Husband, son, daughter, Niece, nephew, brother-in-law. Wasn't even thinking about that. All of a sudden, it just hit me. Yeah. I hope they did, you know. Yeah. It's fucked up right now, though. It's like, can't even have a you know, proper funeral for real. Right. Somebody that I know uh, on Facebook, her dad passed away. 
a couple of weeks ago, and they said it was okay to have a funeral. Mm-hmm. And then while they were there, the police came. Wow. And they made them uh, shut it down. They said there was too many people. They were too close together. Mm. And they were trying to follow the guidelines of being apart as much as they could. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't sitting real close together, but I mean they were standing and talking, you know. But it's a funeral. They're gonna be standing and talking and crying, you know. You're gonna be right there with one another no matter what, you know. You're not gonna sit here six feet apart from somebody, you know. And you know people that you know believe in God and shit. If you, you know, if God is, God is good, God's not going to let people at a funeral get a virus, I don't think, you know, whatever the higher power is here, he's, you know, we're destined to be something, there's not going to be people dying at a funeral, you know, trying to mourn for somebody else, such you know, a, a holy thing, you know, mm-hmm. most funerals are in churches anyway, mm-hmm. you know, there's always, there's usually a mass before or something like that, mm-hmm. like I've been to plenty of them and, you know, I go, you know, I go through my own shit, you know, like, I just found out the other day, my, my dad, his cancer spread to his brain, and now he's, uh, and now he's gotta do fucking, uh, like, this radiation thing or something, like, five days a week. Chemotherapy. Which, uh, more than something that, like that wow. he was already doing that, now this is something to do with your, your brain radiation, it's not even chemo, it's something like electricity, I don't know what it is, bro, but it's, it's taking a toll on, you know, I'm sure it is, and like, I, I hadn't seen him for a while, I went up the other day, he was uh, giving me some money that my grandma had given me for food, wow, and uh, he was outside on the porch and shit, and he fucking, he, he needed me to help him get up, mm-hmm. he said he was dizzy, I gave him some weed for free. You, know, oh, you should always give him free weed. Yeah, I always do. Every time I see him, I usually give him weed, you know? You should see him more and give him more weed. The only reason I can't see him more, especially now, you know, is I'm, I don't even want to see I want to see him right now, but I don't because if I were to, he doesn't need to, he is so at risk to catch his I virus. get that part. If I mean, I that, that, I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying run and go see him but, now. Even but, before you know. that, like, I would see him as much okay. as I could, but it's like, he's just, you know, he sleeps, he's got chemo, now he's got it, he was already doing it, you know, every well, two weeks. Wait, when he sleeps sometimes. You know, he sleeps okay. a lot, you know. Okay, it's, I'm just supposed to sit there for a couple hours before I sleep, man, it's okay. See, let me share something with you, young man. Okay, now we on the podcast, and... What you're doing with your friends is the least most important thing. Okay? That is, really. You know, I understand they're your friends, but guess what, man? In reality, half these people you're not going to be friends with in 10 years, 5 years. It's growing like trees, man. I know. know, You know what I'm saying? I've experienced that already. So what I'm saying is you can put these motherfuckers off sometime to go do something like that. But, I mean, somebody you don't know, like, my dad is not the, like, it's just, the, like, me and him have an okay relationship, you know, like, we both love each other, he's my dad, you know, he's been there for me, but, you know, things have happened, you know what I'm saying, and he just doesn't, he doesn't reach out to me you don't have very to. much, and, like, when Most I reach, don't reach out to me. When, I, when I reach out to him, you know, it's like, sometimes he, you know, he's busy, he don't feel good, like, it's usually a no, you know, right, so, that's why he's just creep over there and just sit with him while he's you know, and it's just kind of hard for me to, you know, see him like that a lot, you know, but I wanted to, you know, so, 
See what you do when you get a chance to talk to him next time? Because you do get a chance to talk to him, right? You remember this conversation, and you tell it my pops. You know, I know you try to recover, because sleep is kind of helping in your recovery. I know you're trying to recover, but I'd just like to come and sit with you while you sleep sometime. You know, just to be, you know, know so that you know I'm here. Yeah, so that you know I'm here or whatever. Yeah, I'll take a puff or two. Um, I got my own papers if you want to roll one up. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Check them out. We're smoking out of the jobs, long lasting. 1.25. Cincinnati shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. West Side. Uh, it's just. Uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's a fucked up time in the world, you know? Like It is some weird it's, shit. It's that science fiction shit again. Now, like I said, we're yeah. living in a science fiction movie, and one of the characters that died was my sister. Exactly. And other people's families, other members. You know what I'm saying? These people out here dying. Um, belong to people. You know, yeah. they're not just a number. You know, as you you you, you you plainly sitting here experiencing that. These people out here dying belong to people. They are not just a number. Your friend just lost his sister to the coronavirus. Yeah. Okay. I mean, how more real is that? And you know, one of the most fucked up things is the way that the media portrays the death. Like, like I don't like this at all, really. Like, I know they can't, but there should be another way, you know? Like, there's, they show how many, all they show you is how many people have it right now, confirmed mm-hmm. cases and death. Yeah. You rarely see the recovery, which is more than the death, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a good thing that people should see, you know? But another thing is like, let's say we're sitting here right now, right? And we hear a gunshot outside. Somebody gets shot, they die, right? Right in front of your house, you know? Who knows what, someone robbed them, personal, whatever, you know? We're going to see that on the news. It's going to be a headline on the 6 o'clock news. Yeah, man, someone else's personal man, tragedy. Man shot, right? But there's one person. Here, this, is my, this is my point, right? There's one person, right? 10,000 people die one day. You don't hear one, one of those people's names. Right. 10,000 of the same thing, you know? Yeah. In the whole world, maybe, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't hear any of that. Right. All you hear is, you do the number, and then you, that other person gets their whole story, you know, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Because dying, I'd, dying from the virus is worse than getting shot, you know? Yeah. And you have to, you know, I'd rather, I'd probably rather get shot than die from the virus. You know, um... I'd rather not get shot or die from the virus if I have to die. Right. I'm not I'd rather have that. a pain-free death. <laughs> you know, someone say, "Man, you earned this, man. You, you know, hey, we we're, we're not gonna make you suffer." Right. You know, and I know my sister. She was just all she was trying to, I gotta go to work. I gotta go to work. I know her ass. You know? So, worked until she couldn't. And that's what she did. You know? I got to go and do this or do that. 
You know, it's sad when you know people. You know, it's sad when you know people. So she's the she's the oldest. Yeah. How many siblings did you have? Like, I got two. Well, two brothers. One brother. Oh no, two brothers and one sister. Yeah. Like now. Now living, two brothers and one sister. That was your brother that came earlier. Yeah. Is that the one that you? Uh, this is around the corner. The one that uh, put the uh, fucking leg surgery thing. Yeah. When was the last time you saw him? I'll see him again at this funeral. But um, I really have no interest in people that, you know, like I said, you know your brother has just had a bone spur removed off his foot. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know what you was thinking and how he was able to get around on these crutches like this. But, you know, dude, I need to help. You know? Even a little bit of help. Or even just to visit to see if I needed help. Yeah, I got a you know, brother. Maybe even five dollars here and there for yeah. you know, so I can be. Oh damn, he gave bro gave me a sandwich. You know, uh, yeah, people don't realize the smaller it could be something really small that gets you through the day. You know, you removed hunger from me for a day or two. You know how much gratitude that will get you, any from anybody. Right. You know, especially if you call him your friend, and you say, "Man, I mean," and you really can only can give them ten or fifteen dollars, you know, here, man, and they can get them something to eat, and that's what they were literally trying to do, you know, and quite possibly they're gonna pay you back, you know. See, it's a, it's a, it's a different thought process for me, man. If I, you know, I don't know, I don't get it. Yeah, I got two brothers. One of them is me and have been through a lot of shit, you know. And, you know, we're close, but, I mean, we still, you know, fighting shit, you know. We've been, he's fucked up, I fucked up, you know, he's fucked up more, but he's in prison. He'll be out this year. My other brother, me and him have never, literally not one time, chilled, like, me and him, like, ever. Never. Not even, not even when I was a kid. Like, we didn't grow up together. He's my half-brother, technically. We have the same dad. A different mom, but I see him at you know Christmas. I see him at family functions when I was a kid growing up. Like he would talk to me, you know. I think it's weird because you know what I'm time, saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because I, I gotta come back to this. I'm sorry because uh, I'm sitting sick. Like okay, my sister died, and I'm sitting here chilling with you. Like yeah, okay, because she was sick from the coronavirus. She didn't. She wasn't sick from no long suffering bullshit. I mean, she came on with some brief suffering, but. Um, Man, that's fucked up. So I'm not sad. Once again, I'm more angry at her, but I don't really matter. You know, what I am, because she's gone. You know? Yeah. Um, 
wow. That's all I got really is like, wow. Uh, I mean, I'm sad. Of course, you know, I'm going through different emotions. I'm bipolar, so you see I'm very different at times. <laughs> um, this is uh, some incredible shit. You know, um, maybe it's my my fate to experience these things to grow more. I mean, you know, you makes you stronger, you know? Yeah, I know. Every loss, every loss is a lesson, you know, that's what I go by. Like, whenever I yeah. go through something, that's what I think about, you know? Mm-hmm. And when, like, when, when my OGs, my, you know, my mom have told me throughout, through, you know, my whole life, how I grew up, you know, I was like, shit, wow. shit sucks, you know, shit happens, like, and, you know, you gotta, you just gotta go through it, but, like, you know, if you don't go through the shit, you gotta go through the shit, like, you gotta have some struggle, some hard time. You're gonna go off and on, you know, and so, you know, people are gonna come and go. Yeah. They're gonna lose, you know, some loved ones and shit. That's why, I, you know, I live like I do, man. I, I've learned, I might seem like a hermit or almost even a shut-in in the future. But, um, no, man, it's just like, the less people I know, the less heart and less pain I'm gonna go through in life. I hate that for it to sound selfish, but I don't like feeling lost, you know, but, um, you know, seriously, the last few years, you know, all I would get from my sister was like a happy, happy birthday. I love you. We love you and all that. And I love my sister too. Um, but it was just like once a year. So there was literally no physical contact this year. No, cause I deleted everybody from my, uh, page. And my birthday was April 2nd. And what's today? The 15th, I believe. So she got sick on my birthday. And she also got married on my birthday. And then she dies two weeks after my birthday. Because she just got married? No. When she got married, she got married on my birthday. Um, And she died two weeks after my birthday. Two weeks in a day. Um... Me and my sister was kind of close uh, when we were young. We used to play this game, Superman and shit. She would uh, like pick me up and put me on her feet, and I put my arms out like this, and she'd hold me up and I act like I was flying and shit. You know, there's some memories, some good memories, you know. But as we got older and everybody uh, went their separate ways, it was like we went our separate ways, and motherfuckers just didn't call, didn't communicate, no kind of way. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, as time went on, I just like, man, well, fuck y'all, tune in. And I just recently deleted everybody off my page. I just had an argument with this guy. Like, man, you really? That's how you gonna treat me? And you know I just had surgery over here, fucked up with no money or food. And you didn't come by and check on me one time? Okay, that's how you feel? I really don't need people in my life like that. You know what I'm saying? Um... and like my uh, the, my other brother, he accused me of some stuff. You know, oh man, you ran my bill up to sixteen hundred dollars. No, I didn't, man. It was right about six hundred or whatever. And then you know your landlord came in and did this. And you know what I'm saying, I've given you the things that came out of my hand to you, whether it was money or cash. If it was if it was money, you could have took that if you felt that strongly about it, put it towards your gas energy. But I told you, man, if you, you just stick around me, and when I give you money out of my pocket. That's going to be towards your gas electric bill. What you do with it is what you do with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, you and your pettiness is just, you know, more than I can handle. You know? Uh, so, our, our relationship is over. You know? 
I just because you're my brother or my sister don't mean I have to put up and deal with your shortcomings as a human. If you can't talk to me, uh, my nieces and nephews, cousins, aunts and uncles, if you feel like you can't talk to me, then hey, I feel the same way. I'm not searching you out if you can't search me out. You know, um, if you feel like you don't have nothing to say to me or a hello or a how you doing ever, right. you know, then <clears throat> I don't have that for you. Yeah, I feel you. You know, the fuck out of here. You know, it's, it's just uh, how it is. I'm sorry, world, you know, but you're getting to look into my world. It's personal. My podcast is up close and personal. You are getting to know me, the freestyle assassin, and that's what it is, and that's what's happening. When I move my lips, I produce podcast hits. Okay? Listen up. I think the title of this is going to be called um, A Day in the Life of the Freestyle Assassin. You know, um, very painful day for me. You know, I could be sad. I could be uh, all fucked up and, and destroyed, which I am on the inside. Um, but the coronavirus took somebody in my life, not really in my life, but connected to my DNA, and it was, uh, is, I ain't roll a, a super fat John, because, you know, I'm going yeah. to smoke later on. Um, right, so You know, um, Tupac said, I smoke a joint to take the pain out. You know? So, uh, that's eventually going to be what I have to do. Is, you know, smoke a fat one to take the pain out for my sister. But it ain't going to take it out for real. It's just going to numb it. Um, it's real, man. I mean, you know, hey, that's somebody that I love. But we weren't really that sociable as um, life uh, changed for us as adults it's not a whole lot it's not a whole lot I can uh, do or say and um, except for you know I love you sister and I'm gonna miss you and at some point I will see you at the crossroads You know, um, at some point, I'm going to see you at the crossroads. And um, I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to fight death. I'm going to welcome death. Because I'll be free from this place. And the legend, if the legends of heaven is true, I will see my family again and we'll be different we'll all love each other then so I just wait for that day and I love you sister and I miss you just as much as I miss my mama 
already.